Hello and welcome to the Interrobang Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Theodore. School may be finished, but now real life begins. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Now, today we are talking all things graduation and we have some very exciting guests coming up on the show. But first, here's a look at what's making news at Fanshawe this week. On Monday, the Ontario College Athletics Association named 24 Fanshawe student-athletes to the OCAA All-Academics list. To receive the prestigious honor, varsity athletes must complete their sport term academic semester with academic honors. At Fanshawe, that means a GPA of 3.9 or higher. You can find the full list of Falcons named to the OCAA All-Academics at FanshaweFalcons.ca. Students of Fanshawe's Fashion Design Program are helping you get the right fit. Every Tuesday, students will be stationed at the BT entrance of Fanshawe's main campus, offering affordable alterations and selling secondhand clothing. All the money raised from the pop-up will go towards the students' year-end show, Unbound. They'll be there from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., and students and staff say it's a great way to support your fellow classmates and finally get those pant legs hemmed like you've been meaning to. A full story is coming soon to our website. And finally, the 28th annual London Cares Curb Hunger Food Drive was a huge success. The drive collected a total of 76,800 pounds of food this year. It kicked off on June 8th, finishing up on June 18th. According to a news release from the food bank, even more fresh produce is still expected from their various initiatives like Grow a Row, Adopt a Plot, and Greenwall. This year's donations outweighs last year, topping over 75,000 pounds, which organizers say was their goal from the start. Read the full story now on our website. Graduation season is upon us, folks, and this week, thousands of Fanshawe grads crossed the stage in a big way. The last couple years ushered in classes of grads who didn't get their cap and gown moment, they didn't get their big celebration, or even a ceremony at all. COVID changed everything. Many students graduating in the class of 2022 came to college knowing their schooling would be impacted by COVID-19, and they stuck it out regardless. That level of resilience needed a ceremony to match. That's why Fanshawe's registrar Fiorella Sabadin made it her mission to make this year's ceremonies as memorable as possible. Through an unprecedented partnership, Fanshawe hosted all of its grad ceremonies this week at Budweiser Gardens, a venue that has hosted a plethora of icons from the tragically hip to Justin Bieber and even Brian Adams. Fiorella joins us on the show to tell us all about how this came together. Fiorella, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Hannah. Thank you so much for being here. Now, maybe uh, just in case anyone out there doesn't know, can we start with a little bit of an introduction to you, who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, Well, my name is Fiorella Sabadin and I'm the registrar. Um, I'm actually new to Fanshawe. I've been here since the, well, the end of November. So it's, I haven't even hit my one year anniversary yet. And, uh, but it's interesting because when I did start, graduation was one of the first things that was mentioned to me. They said, just so you know, the registrar is in charge of graduation. I thought, okay, well, I don't really know what that means. So, uh, but I had to learn really quickly that I had to get on board and figure this out as fast as possible. And if you remember, 
in November, we were still in the depths of COVID. Yep. So, <laughs> so trying to organize a large event without, you know, knowing what our future was going to look like. I don't know. I, I didn't have a crystal ball, but I, I just put a lot of bets down that things were just going to go well. So like, what are you thinking at that point when you're like, okay, I got to get this graduation together and kind of not really having maybe a framework from the past two years because we just weren't having these big ceremonies. So to begin with, when I, when I first started, when I met with President Devlin, he said to me, you know, graduation is really important to me. And, and I thought, well, yes, of course. And, and also um, I report to the VP student services, Michelle Boudouin, and as a leadership team, they're absolutely phenomenal and have, have been so supportive. Um, but they were essentially saying, you know, um, we really want an opportunity to celebrate our grads. We haven't been able to do it in a, in a few years. We actually don't know what things are gonna look like. So you may just have to work on the fly. And I thought, okay, well, this is what we've, you know, been good at for the last few years. So I started reaching out. Oh, the other thing that President Devlin said was, don't be afraid to change, be brave. And I thought, okay, so he's given me permission to kind of put my own stamp on this new celebration, post-COVID world. Um, and so I started reaching out and trying to figure out, you know, what what is it that we wanna change? What would be a great way to celebrate um, our students, but also do it with a Fanshawe brand? So I understood that previously we were in a different location and they're, they were just kind of looking at maybe um, stepping it up a little bit. And uh, um, so I kind of poked around and with the help of RBM and their team, we were able to look at different locations in London and landed on Bud Gardens. And of course you walk through Bud Gardens and you know, it's a place where, you know, big top acts, you know, going and sing and the London Knights play. And I just thought, yeah, this is where Fanshawe needs to be. And their team has was completely phenomenal to work with. I mean, they are uber professionals. This is their work, right? They are um, event planners, event managers. Uh, they'd never held a graduation ceremony before. So this was the first for Bud Gardens too. So, um, so but we're also trying to deal with um, the health restrictions. So, you know, masks, no masks, vaccine uh, proof, no vaccine proof. And we were just gonna, we were just gonna figure it out as we went. Um, I had a, a wonderful uh, graduation coordinator that uh, works in the office of the registrar, Brandy Hamilton. And we were elbow to elbow uh, the entire time, just figuring it out. And uh, so I signed the contract with Bud Gardens in March. And I thought, oh my God, can we pull this off? grads in June, can we do this? And we thought, we're gonna do it. We're just gonna, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do it. The city of London embraced us um, and, and we pulled it off. Three amazing days, downtown London for all of our grads. Oh my gosh, so tell me about it. Tell me about those days. What was it like to, to be there and kind of watch this all come to life? I mean, I would have felt like a rock star if I was graduating at Bud Gardens. <laughs> Well, I did say, because they were talking about, you know, well, what size do you want the stage? And I said, President Devlin needs the Bon Jovi stage. We want, we want the real deal. So, and of course I probably dated myself by saying that, but, um, so, uh, I, I mean, we, 
like things had to turn over really quickly because of all the people and players that need to come in to do their the setup you know whether it's stage and sound and you know catering and we had of course all of our um Fanshawe community members you know um people who are responsible for um selling frames for our graduates and getting our gowns so that was a new thing this year so we actually own um uh, red gowns for our graduates, but they've gone through some wear and tear over the years and they're inconsistently colored red. And I thought, you know what, we're going to just do it right this time. So we got um, a rental company to give us all brand new red gowns. Everybody looked the same. Everybody had a scarf. It was just, it was absolutely, it was, it was magical. And uh, the other thing that we did change this year, and I had been in contact with a number of registrars across Ontario as to what they were doing for grad for safety measures. And we had kind of gone back and forth because previously uh, um, scarves were provided to students on the stage and we were going with a touchless ceremony. And so it actually worked out really well. The students already processed in their graduation um, in their graduation gown and scarf and they looked phenomenal so they really the, the time that they spent crossing the stage was a congratulatory moment for them so I, I'm hoping that we can keep that um, have the graduates already gowned by the time that they cross the stage so that moment is spent um, having that uh, personal connection with the people congratulating them. Yeah, I love that. Too. I, I love the idea of that too. Just like you're already, it's like you've done it already. Now it's just like a triumphant walk across the stage. Yes. And we added the red carpet, the Fanshawe red carpet across the stage. So they were literally walking the red carpet. That's so appropriate too. Fanshawe yeah. red. Come on. Yeah. It's awesome. Now, were you involved at all with these um, sort of smaller ceremonies that were going on for grads from 2020 and 2021 as well? So, I mean, we, that was a collective effort with different members of the, um, the Fanshawe community team. So I know RBM played a role in that. We were preparing the parchments for the students who hadn't picked up their uh, certificates and diplomas yet. Um, but of course, because we were using our gowns, we had our crew there um, making sure that the students had a gown so that they could take photos. It really was, um, just like this grad, that ceremony, that event was a, a real collective effort um, between RBM and alumni and, and our office. We, we, it, it really is, um, it's a sign of, of how it, important it is to our students to have us all there to celebrate their accomplishments. And that's from the events piece and also the attendance piece to, to be there to, just to say congratulations. Like it's a huge milestone. And, and I noted that, um, so I, at one point, and I'm not very good at it, but I thought, oh, I want to help gown people because I think it's fun. And I was so lucky this gentleman came up and, and I said, oh, great. I get to gown and scarf you. And he said, he said, you have no idea how important this is to me. He said, I'm not only getting my gown and scarf, but I got a job offer on my way here. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that's it. That's it. That's the dream, amazing. right? Yeah. Oh, it really how is. amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, and you know, I was at those, um, those grad events, uh, for 2020 and 2021 as well. Um, and technically, I mean, that was supposed to be my graduation because I would have graduated in 2021. Okay. Um, but what was kind of cool about it is, um, I got to be there and experience it, but I was there representing the Interabang. So it was kind of like, I, I felt a little bit like that too. Like I I'm working now and that's the goal, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. 
And now, um, do you remember your own graduation at all? Like, can you remember that day? Uh, well, it was a long time ago, Hannah. <laughs> I graduated from U of T a long time ago, mid nineties. Yeah. So it was a long time ago, but we were also, uh, gowned and, and hooded. Mm. Um, so that wasn't a, a ritual. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so how it works at U of T is it's in convocation hall and, uh, you get processed in and you go up to the stage in twos and you congratulate whoever's there. So it's usually like, um, the chancellor and, uh, the president, um, and then each campus has their own vice president and principal. So that person would be there and then you go off the stage. So, um, and they're not actually standing. They have these lovely thrones. Um, <laughs> they do. It's, they're beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that, um, but I don't actually remember too many details. Now I am completing my doctorate, so I get to do it again. How exciting. And I'm, and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm. I'm going to enjoy it more this time. I think I was really nervous, so I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, this is what I was just going to say is that, um, like, I remember when I graduated from Western in 2017, um, I truly, like, I, I can't remember anything. Like, it's such a blur. I feel like I remember bits and pieces, um, but it's all kind of fragmented. So how, how can students, like, make the most of, of this moment and really soak it in? Well, I mean, uh, I hope they do. And... And I think that some of the things that weren't available to me in the mid nineties are definitely available now and, and how to capture those memories. Um, so, I mean, social media wasn't a thing in the mid nineties. Um, but of course, like I have been scanning social media for the last three days and, and people are actually capturing those moments in time. And I'm hoping that in some way that they, use it as a legacy piece that they, you know, that they remember it and that, um, you know, their families look at those moments and remember them as well. Um, yeah, it, I'm hoping that they do that, but also just to take time to reflect on their accomplishments. Uh, it's a big deal to graduate from post-secondary. We are a first world country, but there's still, uh, there's still, low participation rates and and people who do graduate it is a big deal and uh, so i do hope they take the time to reflect on what a big deal this is and what a huge accomplishment it is to complete a learning uh adventure um so i i do hope that 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 they do you know congratulate themselves and maybe treat themselves to something nice as as uh a symbol of their hard work and, and, uh, and you know, what, whatever that next step might be. Now, two of our own Interrogang reporters, Kate Otterbein and Johan George, were among those grads this week. Kate graduated from the Journalism Broadcast Program and Johan graduated from the Pre-Media Program. They're also here today to talk about what that day felt like for them after such a difficult journey to get there. Johan and Kate, welcome back to the show. What an exciting week for both of you. Yeah. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Yeah. Um, so I want to start maybe with, well, both of you are moving on to like other programs next year. So this was kind of like your first taste of uh, college graduation. Um, Kate, let's start with you. Like, what was your day like? Did you have a good time? Tell me all about it. I had a great time. It was so nice to kind of finally be, um, 
back with all of my classmates. That's something that we were never really able to do, obviously, because we were going through schooling through COVID. So we were never actually all in the same place at once. And given there was still some people who weren't able to make it, but a big group of us were able to get together and see each other. And lots of people did say um, at the graduation that this was the first time that they saw each other. Our program, we were lucky enough to work with each other um, and see each other pretty often, but it was amazing. Um, definitely longer than I thought it was going to be. My only graduation experiences come from a super small town with like not very many graduates, Right. but it was, it was pretty cool. Now. Okay. I'm fascinated by this, this idea that this was like some people's first time seeing some people, Johan, did you have that experience? Like, were there people in your like pre-media class that you were like, I've never even seen you before? Actually, like, no, I think I, I had a pretty similar experience to Kate. I think um, a lot of the media programs that I sort of like met, we we all kind of went through like a similar thing of like blended classes. So mm-hmm. like um, when I went to graduation, like the people who were at graduation were people who I'd like known, met and just like spoke to like this entire past school year. Cool. And um, like... I, I wish I knew like a bit more about like, uh, like the experience of just going purely online, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a brief moment. I feel like, and well, you were kind of in between two, right, Kate? Yeah. Ours was, I mean, mostly online first year to be completely honest. Like I don't yeah. even think we had any in-class portions, but because we had to go into the studio to do live newscasts and such, yeah. um, that was our in-person element second year was a lot better. So like, honestly, I had that, um, experience first year of not knowing any of my classmates. Like you can only get to know someone so much through zoom. Um, and when you're in breakout rooms, like you don't really know what they look like. Right. And even, even some of the professors, it's like, you know, them from the shoulders up and then you're like, Oh, you're taller than I thought you were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Now, Johan, tell me about your day too, because um, was it really busy for you? Like, did it take a long time as well? Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really weird. Like, um, I mean, they had a really good setup going on, but um, I think my program, like our line, was like combined with like five other programs. <laughs> so I just had to like get there, and then I just I see this like um, I see this like thing. It's like oh, it's music industry arts. Oh, it's graphic design. And I'm like, where's my program? And there's like just this one like post that says like number five. And it says like, it's like, it's like seven different programs, including mine. I was like, I don't know how I was supposed to figure that out. But um, <laughs> it was, um, it was good. Yeah. Um, it was great to see like my, my classmates there. Um, a lot of them were like, uh people I think I even like interviewed in some of our videos um oh yeah that's yeah. Super cool well and I don't know if you guys know too this is the first year that Budweiser Gardens has actually been the host venue for this um I, that's what I was just learning speaking to Fiorella like that she had put in all this effort to try to create that partnership and I'm so curious what that was like like did you guys feel like rock stars I would have felt like a rock star <laughs> Honestly, a little bit. Like yeah. <laughs> I I come from a music background and it was kind of cool like seeing all of the seats and stuff. Like yeah. I don't know, it's Rob Carver said at 
the um at the graduation that like you can officially say you walked the stage at Budweiser Gardens so it did in a lot of ways feel like that it was kind of like they did like the half um well not quite half it was maybe three quarters of the the stadium but it was yeah <laughs> yeah Johan what was that like for you because you're going into MIA so this might have felt like a like a a prophecy fulfilling itself Oh yeah. I'm like, there's already like amongst my friends, there's already like these two like pictures just circulating of me, like doing like the double finger thing and then like saluting and like <laughs> walking across the stage. Oh man. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, yeah. There's, there's like so many, like, there were so many cameras. There were so many like, like effects and stuff. Like you'd see like a around the like where they usually have like advertisements for like hockey games it was like congrats class of like 2022 Aww. um it just felt like super like overwhelming but also <laughs> like very like stimulating it was it was awesome yeah you know I'm interested in because it is it is overwhelming like graduation can be super overwhelming and one of the things I, I mentioned earlier in the show is that I I remember on the day that I graduated from Western like I can't remember it at all like, I feel like it was just a blur. So how, how do you guys feel like you actually were able to take in the day? Like, have you processed it yet, Kate? Oh, for sure. Like I, I definitely processed it, but I feel like in all situations, um, like this, including high school, like, I don't really remember walking the stage at high school, but I feel like you almost like kind of black out when you're walking the stage. Yeah. It sounds so dumb, but like you just, and it's been like that for me for a lot of big moments that happen so fast. You're like, oh, well, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> and it must be the adrenaline or something. I don't know, but it really was a pretty, pretty cool experience because everything was filmed with like big cameras. Cause it was also live streamed. Yeah. What an awesome way to, I mean, it sounds like a lot of people came out and huge numbers of people's families were there, but it's nice that they had the stream there too. Just, I think Western did the same thing. It's just nice to have that option for anyone who can't potentially make it. Um, and Johan, what do you feel like you processed it yet? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been trying to, uh, like process it by like, um, sort of like thinking back on like, Oh, this is like, Oh my gosh. I just like graduated. I went through like this full year of like, um, some like the kind of stuff I hadn't done before. And then we go and we do like this big ceremony. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, this is like a year. Like my program was only like a year long. So like, I barely had time to process my program. Now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's a good point too. Like how quickly the pre-media program goes by and really this is, I mean, it is still very much a milestone. Um, but now it's like, now you're moving on to the next thing. So how are you guys feeling kind of knowing that like, yes, you've achieved this milestone, but there is more school to go now. Honestly, I'm kind of excited about it because now it's for me. So like, I feel like we're kind of, I don't know, we're, we're in opposite situations in the sense that I had my longer program first. Right. Um, and then I'm going into a one year thing. Whereas Johan, I believe the pre-media is one year and now you're going into a three-year program, right? A uh, two year, but yeah. Two year. Yeah. So it's, we're kind of in opposite situations in that sense, but I am excited to have a normal school year or as normal as it can get, you know, there's probably still going to be some limitations on class sizes or whatever the case is, but I'm excited to get to meet more people, 
do my thing and kind of, I have the basics and just dive into the TV world. Yeah. Yeah. Johan, how are you feeling about coming back in September? Oh, I am mentally preparing myself so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like I entered the pre-media program uh, with a sort of intention to like go into music industry arts or just enter uh, the music industry in general. Mm-hmm. So like um, pre-media was always kind of like a stepping stone for me. So um, a lot of the skills and stuff that I learned in pre-media kind of let me like broaden my perspective and like um, think about things that I wouldn't have thought about initially like entering like music industry arts like there are some jobs that you just don't know about in like music like you don't know how that works how you get into it like uh for example being like a music agent or like being like the social media manager of like an artist Mm -hmm. and like um those are like just like things I didn't really consider but like things that I might also be kind of good at because of like the skills that I learned through like pre-media so it was and kind of like us. A yeah. And in Terabang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <I didn't... laughs> this is like this is like pretty much like a transitory period. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like we've done like so much stuff here. Honestly, I probably learned way more about like video stuff like through here at the Interabang than I did like through pre-media. But like um that's because like pre-media gave me like a base and in Terabang like we, we definitely do some much higher level stuff. So it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are killing it. Obviously that's not the point of the discussion, but I, I'm very happy to have you guys both on our video team. Um, so like, did your guys' families come down? Like, did you have a, did you make a day out of it? Cause I remember my family wanted to make like a whole day of it. We got lunch downtown. I heard it was crazy down there. It was insane. My <laughs> entire family did come down. Um, my grandparents, my mom and dad and stepdad. And it was awesome to have them all there. Um, and it was like the first, the first event since my high school graduation that they were all able to come to. Um, so I guess now that the, the moment has passed and I know you guys said you're still processing, like, um, what, what did you hear from, you know, your friends and family? Everyone's posting on social media. Did you hear lots of positive feedback that you guys both deserve it? So what are you hearing from folks? It was great. I got a lot of, um, like positive responses. Uh, I don't post much on social media in general, but, um, like when I sent like the images on like, uh, my Instagram, like a bunch of my friends from like high school, uh friends uh from work and like all these other places like they were all like uh really like supportive of me like going through like free media um and like when I was um like when we just finished graduating uh, my parents were there with me so we actually went to Moxie's Grill which is uh like kind of like two minutes down the street and um we had like a meal there so like yeah, it was really like liberating. It was kind of the same for me. Yeah. To be yeah. Um, it was, I got lots of positive feedback as well. Um, did the whole like, well, it was a mess trying to find each other after because there were so many graduates and so many attend attendees that is, <laughs> in the yeah, lobby. It was that's the most oh chaotic God. part is like trying to find your family after the ceremony. Yeah. And it was worse <laughs> than like, I would say it was worse than like a concert or a hockey game there. Like there were so many people there. Um, but 
you know, we found each other and did like the whole flower thing and all the pictures with everybody. Jim was crying because Amy and I were his (laughs) last two people to ever like hand the diploma to as program coordinator. Oh my goodness. It was so sad. Oh my God. But it was, yeah, he was sitting he sat next to us um down in the crowd with the graduates afterwards and he was taking pictures and posting on on twitter it was it was a nice a nice little kind of wrap up i I like sat next to my program coordinator too i was like right next to brian nettle um i don't know if you you guys know him he's the one who does uh radio broadcasting as well as like free media Mm-hmm. um yeah I was like sitting next to him the whole time and like you can even see on my Instagram like we we like posed for like a selfie together and it was amazing <laughs> yeah I feel like I I kind of saw both of your guys separate graduations just through like program coordinators and faculty <laughs> members as Twitter pages like I said yeah. <laughs> I got so much from that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was they it was getting posted everywhere and it was yeah Jim was like oh you guys are in BC now oh someone from Ottawa liked it like because you know he knows everybody from all across the country (laughs) yeah it's cool to see everyone kind of come back together too because yeah people are spread out now especially I know from your year Kate like people have got jobs now and they're all over the place so it's such a special time to have everyone back in one place together um I'm super proud of you guys and I'm so excited for the next chapter thank you for coming on and sharing your experiences with us Of course. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interrobang podcast. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe. For the Interrobang, I'm Hannah Theodore.